folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, the NBC Network, with your host, Eric Anish. This is The H Factor. Uh, another day, another show, a great topic, a topic that we all need. Most definitely, I mean, we all need some personal development every now and then. Nobody's perfect, and we always can use the help. And my guest today is going to give us guidance on on that. You know, he does this work to help people be better emotionally, uh, you know, and just work things around. And uh, uh, I guess work throughout depression anxiety you know stress the whole nine that everybody experiences every now and then so without any further ado i have with me danny cardenas danny welcome to the show thanks for having me man i'm excited very much oh listen, so. oh, listen man this is going to be a fun topic and um you know people may think like well listen i don't need any help i got i'm, I'm more fully developed <laughs> and and by the way you know i think we all make that that feeling or that that definition to ourselves sometimes we just give ourselves that entitlement that we're good but there is none of us that i'm not and i don't think you are danny and i think you know many of us if you just look into the mirror and ask the question are you really 100 where you want to be and even if you are today it's not where you want to be the next day so it's it's a constant struggle we need to get you know into always a, a mood of development and and really just just to have that habit and a pattern to do so sometimes we need help so danny before we get deep into this uh you know let's talk about danny's story how did danny start you know uh his journey and where you know it, you started this particular program you know this particular work that you do today absolutely sir so i'm based out of here south florida okay i was actually born in washington dc lived in that area till the age of eight but moved down here with my family as a kid at the age of eight years old. I'm 33 years old now, been here my whole life, essentially. I'm a Floridian, thick and thin. And so um, growing up, um, you know, I was birthed into a good family. And my family's from Bolivia, hardworking folks. My dad did things like sold cars, mechanic work. My mom was a waitress, very blue collar. Um, great folks, great ethics. And they taught me well. However, this is going to tie into my personal development coaching, by the way. Um, good people with a lot of vices, though, like all of us. Like you were just saying, no one's infallible. We all have our things, as they say, right? Uh, my father, very principled man, but at the same time hindered by things like alcoholism, unfortunately. Very common. My mom, very nice person. One of the most graceful people you'll ever meet. Is, I probably get my joyful attitude from her, frankly. You know how that works. Um, but very submissive in a sense. Never really stood up for herself. And that ties into the family life. My father, with his drinking, unfortunately, would become very aggressive. That would be, cause domestic issues. As a kid watching this, that caused me to grow up wanting more for myself, but at the same time, conflicted. Anger that arises from the household, usually. You know, kids are sponges. And so I grow up, do the whole high school thing, uh, do college on and off. It took me like almost um, seven, eight years to get my bachelor's, but I finally did it. Um... But after high school, um, I just did what I could. I went for the college thing. Not really. Uh, it was weird, man. I just It was something that I had to do in my mind. Uh, along the way, I got the college degree. I worked at uh, in hospitality mostly, restaurants, things like that. Finally ventured off into sales at the age of uh, 24. I'm still do doing sales full time right now. However, what did I learn over time, sir? That my true passion is personal development. It goes back to my childhood, wanting to be better than what I saw growing up. People who were undisciplined with alcoholism, emotional unregulation, anger, turning to vices to cope with it, alcoholism, you get it? 
And so throughout the years, even at times if my path wasn't so focused, I always did one thing on the side that helped me liberate myself. Personal development, fitness, nutrition, just trying to do as many productive habits as I could. I stumbled a lot and I still do. But that at least I can say, man, with honesty in my heart, that it helped me to not go to the wayside and end up in jail or using drugs or anything like that. Thank God. I think my personal development process that I cultivated on my own instinctively has helped me. But now I realize as I'm getting older, a little thing called karma exists. And I've learned over time, man, you got to give to people what works for you, what makes your life better, or else you're being selfish and not in a good way. So if I'm here smiling, um, talking to you about my personal process, how it's helped me, I, it's the only right thing to do to share this happiness, this joy with people who need it too, men in particular. We need it, man. Just like my father did, just like I did. I mean, we need to do it, not just for us, but for our people, man, our kids, our wives, coworkers. They're watching, man. As men, we need to lead, but we need to be better men to begin with. Danny, that's quite a bit. And first of all, thank you for sharing, because, I mean, not everybody has the, I guess, the willingness to to go on air and, and talk to people and be listened to across, the, you know, the, the globe about their, their background, the history, the stories and the upbringing and their struggles. But, but frankly, you know, uh, we go through things and sometimes it's always beneficial for us to share, you know, some of the values that we've learned over time with others. So maybe we can kind of prevent some of these folks to go through the same path that we've gone through. And by the way, I, I'm, I've shared a lot of my own story over different shows and, you know, whether I'm being interviewed or to our interviews, I always give, you know, nuggets of, of my life depends on the different, the, the different uh, discussions we have. But the fact is we all have something to give to people. And, you know, the journey of, of development for us is, is never ending. And actually, uh, a person will literally need to be developing themselves over and over time until they, they're basically no longer in this world. Because every time we need to, whether it's in intellectual stuff or whether it's in health, whether in relationship, whether just, you know, being a better person, uh, whether being disciplined to be against, you know, all the... I guess the distractions of the world and, and devices, because those are can those can be destructive, and there's always a reason behind these things. I mean, uh, I love what you said. I mean, the story is is story of many, and uh, we are uh, in the states, and it's an immigrant country. And uh, you and I we were having a little chat about that Miami uh, gate <laughs> that flooded, the aliens came through, and all that stuff. And you know, and so this is true story, guys. You know, just as you watch and listen. So so Danny and I were just getting acquainted, and. Uh, and he's like, I'm in Florida. I'm like, you know, north of Miami. And I was like, oh, so you seen any aliens recently in the gate, you know, stuff. Now, that sounded so cliche because if you think about it, right, Miami is an immigrant port and stuff. So it sounded like I was just like making a joke. But I really was talking about the whole thing that went viral about, a, you know, a few weeks ago where the cops were in, in, in downtown Miami and, you know, all these these sirens and, and the, the lights and uh, people running at the mall and all the stuff, you know. So that was that. But, but really, you know, we live in a country that has been pretty much built by immigrants, you know, over, I mean, we're 330 millions, but we go back four or five, maybe six generations back. And that's about it. And there's some new flows coming in and, you know, people come in for a better opportunity. And by the way, there's other, you know, we, we used to refer to this as the American dream. I have it, you know, your parents had it, but you know, frankly, there's, there's other dreams out there. Some people go to Australia Some people go to Dubai. Now that's the dream. To, that's the new one, right? Some people go to Europe depends where your destination, where, where you come from, what your connection with the world is. I mean, a lot of imperialism caused a lot of 
colonialism. <laughs> and therefore, you know, some of these people kind of were taken back from their homelands, you know, in, in a different level, whether back in the days of slavery and then it became just labor. And But it's kind of all the same. People go into these countries and they kind of make generation zero and then go on to one, two, three. And now they have new generations of, of, of diverse ethnicities and things. But at the end of the day, culturally, there's a lot of things. But it comes with a lot of work. As you said, your, your family, hardworking folks. When you come to a new country and you are, you're obviously running from, not running, but 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 trying to me to be somewhere better and and improve your life and obviously give a better life to your kids because sometimes, unfortunately, that's what it is. There's poverty around the world. There is limited resources. There's limited opportunities in some parts of the world more than others, and so you look for opportunities where they are. In the states, we can say that at least for the previous decades, it's been a lot more opportunity than than maybe today as the economy is a little low and it's more difficult, but it's still out there. If you want something, you can still get it out here. And so your parents did that work, but it came with some sacrifice and also some difficulties. And you're right. When people get stressed, uh, the first thing that happens is that they try to find something to kind of just drown themselves into. And a typical one would be an addiction such as alcoholism. And then alcoholism will probably become, you know, a real problem. And then that problem tends to typically go into anger and then, you know, and then it affects the family and affects all the stuff. And now it impacts also the kids. I mean, you growing up, you've seen some of that stuff. It has an impact on you. The good news is you did not, you know, you know, kind of partake in that, 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 because some people actually see that and that becomes a pattern. They're learning that becomes them. You didn't. I want to touch on something also that you stated, which is, you know, you took six, seven years, whatever, seven to eight years into college. Right. And just for people that watch and listening, um, you know, in some countries, you know, that opportunity may not exist. And because our show is is international, some countries, if you miss that window of college, you might not get it later. Uh, and that is a fact in a lot of places. I mean, I'm originally from Morocco. And typically, if you miss that, you know, right after high school and, you know, and all the stuff, you may not be able to get back. Now, you might, but you have to do this stuff, you know, limited. It's not the same as, for example, in the States. You can come back at 60, 70 and still go get a college degree. You know, there's never a, a too late you know, concept here. Some parts of the world, I think, is the same. But there are parts where that's basically a gone. If you miss that window, it's over. It's like a, a space shuttle. <laughs> you need a window to enter the Earth. Otherwise, you bounce back, right? Well, that, that can happen. In your case, you didn't give up on that. You know, you had to figure yourself out, and you did. And by the way, that's a message for everyone that is going through the same. You might have a difficulty today. You may not be sure about where you want to be, what kind of education you want to have. But at the end of the day, it's still, it's available and you can still do it. Now, obviously it costs money to, to go to college in the States. So therefore that's also sometimes a difficulty because you have to find the means to go through it by providing, you know, by getting a job, maybe getting free tuition or whatever, tuition reimbursement from some jobs. Sometimes you just have to save money. Sometimes you got to get loans and it's different ways. Some people go to the military to get a GI bill, you know, kind of thing to pay for the school. There's a lot of ways to do it. Nevertheless, you can do it, and there is an opportunity, and it's never too late. And that's really the message that I want to get from what you stated. And, and so you did get that, and it's an important piece to have. I mean, it's just a paper. I mean, maybe society needs that that paper. Doesn't mean that you know someone without it is less smart or whatever. But it does open a few doors. You know, it's not about the learning piece because you can learn anything today, any anytime. You don't need to go to school to really get it. But it's a formal education. It gives you structure. It gives you certain things. It gives you that status. You know, piece. You know that. You've gone through the this, this system and it gives you maybe a better 
qualification than someone who may not have one. Now, that doesn't always work. You can have maybe none and still be successful and be a millionaire, but that's less opportunities. And of course, when you look at the job opportunities, they probably would look at someone with a better degree than less degree or no degree. It is just how it is. That's how they, they filter candidates, right? So right. thank you, thank you, Danny, for sharing that part. Because then again, I just wanted to kind of re-highlight these things because for our audiences, you know, sometimes we we tend to like feel like it's the end, it's over, blah, 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 but it's not the case. You actually took it the right way. You saw everything, you make the opportunity work, and eventually you feel, you know, I need to do more. And not only for yourself, but you do it for others. So now let's talk about what it takes to self-develop, right? You know. Uh, whether in person or through, you know, using a mentorship or a coach program. Honest self-assessment. It begins with the self-honesty. You cannot get anywhere without really sitting down with yourself, being completely transparent, as they love to say it nowadays, but for real. Look at yourself in the mirror, literally and figuratively, and say, hey, what does Danny do well and what does he do bad? What can he amplify that's good about him, positive traits, habits? And what must he eradicate now? You got to dig behind the layers of your own onion, as they say. But seriously, make sure you cry while you're peeling that onion. Don't take it lightly. That's the only way. And then you can put an action plan yourself or reach out to somebody who is a coach for personal development or whatever. Or if the help comes to you in unexpected ways, you know how the universe works. Things just happen sometimes or we think they just happen and you'll be ready to accept the help. But it all starts with that self-reflection. Without that, honestly, there's nothing. That's all it is. And you have to attach feeling to it. You can't just say, oh, I want to uh, lose weight. I want to control my anger. No, you got to ask yourself, why? What has a lack of control of putting things in my mouth that I shouldn't done to me in the past? What has losing my temper with people, events, and things done for me in the past? And then you can assess properly and make things happen, come up with a game plan. But it takes, honestly, an emotion, attaching it to it. Not just saying you want to get better. That's uh, cheap, I think, in my opinion. Thank you, Danny. You know, it's funny because you've touched on on a few other things. One being, you know, the the nutrition, you know, the the working out and all the stuff. It's part of you. I love what you said about the self talk, right? You know, you need to take time to ask the question. And by the way, that's an exercise for all of us. Uh, if you're watching this, you're listening today, whenever you get to this show. Know that, you know, it starts, as you said, you look in the mirror and do you like what you see? Do you like what you hear? Do you like, you know, your situation, your, 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 who you are at the moment? Now you can say I'm perfect and that's great. Remember, there's no such thing as perfectness. So we all have that illusion that we're perfect and we all feel that, you know, we're the best that we can be, we can be at any moment. But, but, but they have measures for these things, right? You can see like, am I really in the best shape? Am I in the health? Am I a good father? Am I a good husband? Am I a good colleague? Am I a good employee? And start asking the questions and you start like, mm. and you have to be real about this. You know, you can't be like, you know, uh, egoistic about it. It's like, it's all about you. You have to really see it from like, you get out of yourself and really like, you know, you're almost like, you know, floating around you, looking at yourself, having a discussion with your other self in the mirror. But you have to look at it from this way. And then you can start seeing, be honest with yourself. And you're going to see that there is, there is no, but I'm, I have, you know, faults and I have deficiencies and I have things that I have to work on and, and, you know, shortfalls. And I have those and I know what they are and I work on them every day. And, and then, and everybody's going to have to do now someone again can say, well, that's you guys, Danny and, and Hurricane, you are, you are weak people. <laughs> you and by the way, there's no shame in the game. We can say that actually admitting that you have problems or you have situations is the first key to everything else. 
anyone that's been through addiction or problems or anger stuff, you got to start with that. I am an alcoholic. I am an addict. I am an anger person. <laughs> I, am, I am, I am, I am. Once you admit that you are, I am not in shape. I am not healthy. I am eating bad stuff. I have a vice. When you start stating those things to yourself, you clearly understand that you have a situation and it's, it's not permanent. It's temporary and you can fix it. But it starts with that first step. Uh, one thing you mentioned also early on is about sales. Now you're in sales. I love sales. I've been in, my, in sales all my life. And you know what? One thing about sales is that it teaches you development over. You cannot be a successful salesperson or sales advisor or a sales professional unless you are constantly improving yourself and, and, and providing a good development you know, uh, path, you know, because you want to get better at whatever you do, whether it's through the, just the, the, the art of selling, science of selling, the personality, your person, the way you behave, you know, your customer care you know, piece of it, all of that, your knowledge, your skills, you got to polish these things. So that's a continuous journey. It doesn't matter what level you go to management, you still got to polish that. You go to senior management, leadership, you know, uh, C-suite, doesn't matter. Ownership, entrepreneurship, you still have to be like, you know, always developing. And that's the other thing. There's a path, you know, I mean, maybe you want to be that sales guy or gal, but you might want to, you know, go to the next level, next level. But to get to the next level, you need a little bit more. And so you have to always look at that. So that comes along as a as a trait in the business of professional. Of, in business in general, but in sales particularly, you want that. Now that goes for any other profession. If you're a doctor, you need to keep, you know, up to date, otherwise you'd be so behind schedule. If you're a dentist, same thing. If you're an architect, you're an engineer, whatever you do, you need, you're a lawyer, need the laws that come in every day. So you have to always update. If you're in tech, tech changes like, you know, every day. So everything is about development. Now that's professional development, but personal development is part of that. And you want to be, you know, in there. So now, now, uh, you know, Let's talk about emotions. What's the role of emotions in, in somebody's, uh, I guess, journey? Absolutely. So emotions are everything because emotions are what is tied behind reactions, right? Versus responses, in my opinion, very different than reacting. Reacting is impulsive. Impulsive, should I say. Responding is different. It's when you actually take your time to breathe and analyze the situation and think logically over emotionally. So emotional regulation. Being to understand when you're getting angry, really capturing yourself in the moment and telling yourself right away, am I going to blow up right now like I have in the past or are it going to be bigger and I'm going to keep it cool and save myself and the other person so we can all win. So emotions are everything when it comes to everything we've talked about, really. Once you're really able to understand yourself, you can understand your enemy, which is, again, yourself. Be aware, be a fly on the wall of your own self. Know when you're getting angry, control yourself, and you will live a much peaceful life. You won't be snappy reacting. You'll be a problem solver, if you will. You won't be uh, leaving things up to fate. It's going to be in your hands. And, and thank you. I mean, Danny, we are emotional beings, and, and we tend to emotionalize everything, right? Everything, you know, we process through our own feelings, right? And sometimes that creates the anger, you know, peace and all the stuff and the stress. And it could be a problem because if you're too emotional, you know, then, then you're an extreme side. If you know emotions or very little, that can be an extreme. But sometimes that can cause problems. For example, you get emotional, you get excited, you get angry. And now, I mean, uh, you know, it's just true story. We're working actually on on a uh, script for a movie. So eventually in about a year or so, that, that that's going to be a, a play that we're working on. And in this particular context, you know, we're talking, there's, there's a whole plot about somebody's, you know, getting so much pressure and things like that in life, 
and through whatever they're doing, uh, and then it's going to cause that person to snap, and then uh, that snap basically is going to cause you know a disaster, you know, and it that person is just going to turn into you know anger, and then the reaction of that is going to be bad, and and of course the plot is that you know you got to monitor all your emotions because one all it takes is you get to that level of boiling water, boom, and then you're just over the board and it's over i mean now now the the re- like it's like you can't bring some things back sometimes you know it's over and that can wind up in you know in in a difficult difficult situation such as you know maybe incarceration jail whatever or it could be something just as lethal as you know you know you're fatal you're done you're dead or you you know yeah i mean so it's it's there's a, a bad outcome when you lose your emotions and you become too angry and whatever sometimes it can be just that you lose a family you know, like in, in the event of, of domestic stuff, right? People get angry and they, they just do things. And then now here goes the family and splits and everybody's on their way. The kids are not, you know, in a bad place, in a, in the best place. And so they're actually in a bad place and so on and so forth. So it, it is a big thing. So emotions are a key thing. And I think we all should take a minute to control our emotions and, and evaluate our emotions, where we stand, how can we can do it. By the way, we all have them. We all get to, to tense up a little bit. And unfortunately, what's around us is typically something that can just get those emotions high. From the marketing, you know, everything that we get every day, from the news, from the stuff that we hear, the wars, you know, the work pressure, this, that, yeah, everything gets gets within. And then eventually you're just boiling inside and then emotions get tight and higher and higher. And then, you know, poof, it can be a problem. So so that's that's an important. So thank you for 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 you know t- touching on that one. Now there's another piece, Danny, that is discipline. Not everybody is disciplined. So how do we tackle the discipline uh, you know, part of it? Because we need to have some level of discipline to be able to manage all these things and to be aware. Because the stuff that you're talking about, Danny, without any discipline, you can't do it. Of course. Um, I liken it the easiest way, just combining the word discipline in the back of your mind with consistency. You want to get good at anything, like riding a bike, you got to do it more than once. Or you want to get good at shooting a basketball, you got to do it more than once. You see the never-ending theme there? You got to do it more than once, whatever it is. No matter how you're feeling, how much you have on your plate, we all have problems. How strong is your willpower in whatever looking, whatever thing you're trying to achieve, whatever objective? Just realize you have to put your heart in it, and that goes back to the honest self-assessment. Once you attach an emotion to it, how good you feel when you achieve it, then that makes it easier for you to stick to something day in and day out. That's what we call discipline. You don't miss no matter what towards your objective. That's what's going to lead the way for you to answer your question. But but so but then again, so some people say, well, I I, I get that, but how can I keep it? <laughs> how can I keep up? You know, and be in discipline all the time? Because I mean, uh, sometimes it it we all kind of lack discipline <laughs> at a point, and you know, so how do you maintain that? I mean, what is what is some of the the tricks that we can share with our audiences today? Exactly. Based on my own experience, frankly, it's going to sound so rudimentary, but just keep trying day in and day out. Eventually, you will catch a stride of momentum. That's, there's nothing else I can add to it, honestly, from experience, or else I'd be lying to you. It's as simple as just keep on trying. You might miss five days in a row, but you might enter a little streak where you have two days of winning, checking the uh, uh, list, and that gives you confidence then that can become a third day and fourth day and fifth day. You might screw up again for five days in a row after that. But as long as you keep showing up at, that's what I can tell you. That's really the only way. 
Just keep trying. Um, and not in a half-assed way. You better put your all every freaking time. Believe that. And that's what I can tell you, man. Very simple. Like, my whole philosophy with everything is just keep it simple, stupid. Just keep showing up, honestly, and that's it. Well, I mean, again, it, it's big. Showing up is big, right? You got to be there, and you got to be consistent, as you said. It's it's, And it's not going to happen unless you really practice. I mean, discipline is just doing the things over and over and in the cadence, in the frequency that is there, and you remain tied to that you know, formula and you don't give up and you just keep at it until you become good and it becomes part of you. So that's the whole idea. You got to make it a habit, a daily thing that if you're missing, you're like something short, that you, you're like you're off. When you get to that point, then you know that you are in the right path. But but that 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 journey takes time. Now, depending on how much baggage we have, that can be a problem. Depends how much time we have been bad in and, and completely flow, you know, with with all these things, you know, I mean, flawed with with you know our emotions and life and styles and things like that. That can be a challenge for us. But again, you need to start small steps, right? That's the thing. You know, it's not a you know overnight change. This is none of this that that you know Danny and I were talking about is uh, overnight stuff. You it takes first. You got to be aware, as we said, and all that stuff. But then once you get started in the journey, it takes work. It takes dedication. It takes, you know, real commitment and being consistent. And, you you know, you'll get to that route. As long as you set those goals and you really know where you want, uh, things will start, you know, and you start seeing results. And when you start showing and seeing those results, things are going to feel better. And that's all there is. And this goes about, like, I love, you know, talked about food, nutrition, you know, in terms of uh uh, the the working out, the you know, all these things make you who you are and a better you. Now, not all of us do all these things. I mean, we like on the food side, we like on the gym side, we all slack off every now and then, and that's the thing. But I love what you say. You do a couple of days, you miss a week, you miss a few days. No, you got to go back and you get into it. And you and and again, it's a struggle. Again, we're not saying this is going to be like, hey, just switch on and everything's going to like shift. You know, this is not a magic formula, magic magic wand. Click and it's voila. No, it doesn't work though. You really got to work towards these things. And 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 again, some of us may not have, I guess, the personality, the the the, the tools to actually do this on our own. Therefore, we need somebody to help us. And there's plenty out there, you know, for as resources. I mean, Danny is taking this in you know uh, journey himself. And he is doing this to help others be better and be disciplined and develop themselves to the next level and the better level. So, so what else, you know, Danny, like how, how does your program work? Let's say someone is completely off, you know, I mean, you start with an assessment then what's the next step? Absolutely. So going back to the first step, I really want to touch up on this. The first thing I ask my clients, potential clients is this, what's your biggest vice? Even if they tell me they just want to lose weight, or do this or that, I go to the root of all the problems. What is your biggest vice? What is that, that causes you guilt that makes you turn to things that made you get out of shape physically? Stress, eat, as they say. Or become angry and resentful and lash out at others. You tell me you're looking for happiness, peace in your life, because you lash out at people. What's the vice that's causing you to act that way? You understand? And so that's what I would say. From there, I have people admit what their vices are liberate yourself don't just tell yourself what they are tell someone like danny project it. now you have to put an action plan in place because you just expose yourself which is which is a good thing and that's accountability right there right you just told the world what your issue is now you got to back it up if you love yourself you're going to fix it right you're not going to look like a fool are you and from there i create a very simple program 
based on mind, body, and spirit. I believe personal development encompasses all those things. Again, mind, body, and spirit. Body, I had them eating health, working out, counting their macros so you can get uh, lean. I get them lean because that takes sacrifice. Losing body fat, you got to suffer with the dieting and working out. You got to enter that zone of sacrifice for something better, your future better self, as they say nowadays, right? You got to earn it. Uh, for the mind, I had them doing things like doing self-reflection in the morning. Very simple. Reading, say, inspirational uh, works, some books of a page, get the mind going. And the spirit portion, I have them waking up as early as possible. That in itself shows gratitude for life. So in the morning, you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit. The rest of the day, you're beaming at a high frequency in all arenas that I just explained. Now you're just a ball of energy, and you can go ahead and serve others more now. Danny already took care of himself in the morning with his morning process. It's time to serve Hurricane and the neighbors and the coworkers and the clients now. I'm good. It's time to give to the world. And I still have about 15 hours to go. So it's going to be a great freaking day. You know what I mean? Everyone wins. I win. People win. It's all good. So, Well, <laughs> that's quite a bit of stuff because, I mean, you, you talked about you have to admit. And so that starts with that, like, you know, are they willing to admit? I mean, it is hard to say I have a problem. And, you know, we talked about self-talk. That's one thing. I mean, I can talk to myself and realize that I have problems. But it's one thing to talk to yourself and another is to talk to a stranger and say, hey, listen, I'm not doing good here. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> and, and and frankly, you know, I've done quite a few shows that are similar. And you know, the theme is the same. I love what you said, the nutrition and stuff. But it starts with those elements. You got to open up. You got to let, let it out. You know, just, just get out of your system. And if you can't figure it out yourself, there's there's a way to do it. And I love what you said. You, you touch on all the different things that are necessary: body, mind, spirit. And you know the body needs to be healthy, so so you, so everything else functions well. The mind has to be in the best shape and form and the right you know uh, stage and status to be able to 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 give and be like you know super you know exciting. And of course, the spirituality of it. It's like you gotta vibe into that higher level frequency, energy, and all the stuff. Prayer is great, and that, and by the way, we're not talking about religious, you know, stuff. Now, ultimately, if you have a religious, you know, uh, belief, that sometimes it's even better because it gets you a little bit more structure in those those realms. But but you know, even if not, I mean, you'll find yourself in in a particular mood. And I love what you said. You know, by by the early dawn of the day, you you're already like excited and excited and ready to roll and help others. Now, again, you know this. You're in sales. You wake up. You got to motivate yourself. And get all happy and then you go out there to help people and then by helping those folks you're helping yourself regardless because you know those results are going to be you know in form of income and and growth and uh, targets met and all the stuff so but really it, you know and that's the other thing it's not just about you i mean many have families they have kids they have spouses they have parents or they have just friends and colleagues at work, you know. And so if you're really not feeling well and doing good, that's actually going to impact your relationship with everybody else. So so you are you are number one. You look up after yourself, you get yourself set, the rest is history. Then you can be a better element, you know, to everybody else in your in entourage and environment. So so that that's an important piece. Now, now when when you as as a coach and you talk to people, what are some of the things that you feel? are difficult for people to 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 admit or to you know to really just uh work through because not everybody is going to be the same you know are there things that you you have more challenges with than than you know with some than others yeah for sure um as far as challenging so far in this stage of my career hmm, 
I actually don't have a huge number of clients, so I don't have a specific baseline to reference. Mm -hmm. It will come, though. I know it will. One thing that I can tell you that is difficult amongst everyone uniform, but they always end up admitting it, is what we said earlier. When I ask them up front, we're not, they're not even expecting it. What's your biggest vice? You mm -hmm. feel a long pause. Like I'm talking like a few seconds at least. Like you can feel the guilt <laughs> just there. They don't want to admit it. You know how men are very prideful, human beings in general. And then it finally comes out and they go, it's pornography or something like that. Alcohol after a long pause. So you know that that's how you know it's real. They didn't want to verbalize it. You can feel the guilt, the tension in their body, in their spirit. But they finally said it because I asked them very frankly, what are you going to do, freaking hide from me? You can't. You're there. I have a flashlight in front of you. Tell me, you know? Um, so that's one thing I would say that is difficult for guys to do at first, but they always do it eventually. As far as other things that come up, I'm sure they will. And I'll notice patterns of inconsistency in folks. And I'll have to figure out what exactly is holding them back. That's where the sales aspect comes in. Ask them good questions, really help them reflect, get to know them better as uh, my people, really. Mm -hmm. So people, they, they know everything. I mean, we I think everybody knows a little bit of everything, right? And we know when things are wrong and where they're right. But yet, we don't sometimes want to know. <laughs> I think I think like sometimes ignorance is a bliss, as they say. We just kind of like you know, kind of put all these 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 uh, blockades around us, the just 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 covers, right? To to almost kind of shield ourselves from the reality and the truths, you know. And and I think that's that's we mentioned the key word liberating, right? When you have that question asked to you, and you have to really say, well, my vice is. By the way, I love what you said. It's a pause because sometimes it's more than one advice. <laughs> we have a few of them. So which one is really the one that's really as bad as, you know, sometimes they're just like, I got this and the other, forget about it, dude. I am a mess, you know, but, but, and by the way, this stuff, if you're watching right now, listening, you know, just ask the question before you even reach out to, to Danny or anybody, just, just pretend that you're talking to someone. What would, if that question was asked to you right now, what would you say? And and you'll see exactly what, what Danny is talking about. You'll be like, Hmm. You know, now some people will be like, oh, I know that is, hey, you know, I, I am bad. I drink a lot or I love, I said, pornography or like this or the other one. And, you know, and for guys, I mean, those are the, the typical ones. I mean, those are the standard ones. Now, some people have other vices. They like to gamble. Some people have, you know, shopaholic stuff. They just go and spend money they don't have, you know. I mean, we could, we, it could be a lot of things, right? Some some people have different reasons. Now, now that's a question, Danny. Now, not everybody is equal, right? Some people have gone through trauma during their lives, right? You know, uh, whether through the youth when they were kids, whether through a relationship, whether through, let's say, military or work, or, you know, there are traumas that, that are happening to, to life. You know, as you are aging in life, you're going through experiences, and some of these experiences can be real traumatizing, right? And so you will get some bad impact from those. Do you get to discuss those things with people? Are they, I mean, is you know, that part of at least the examples that you've, you've, you've worked with, you know, do you have some of that, you know, uh, as part of your discussion? Oh yeah, for sure. Part of establishing that future vision for themselves. I ask them, frankly, what's going to happen, brother, if you keep doing this and that, that's not serving you now, what do you think is going to happen when it comes to being unhealthy with eating? Like, do you really think it's okay to become say, a self-induced diabetic or have cardiovascular issues, lung issues, because they will happen because 
I know this because I sell health insurance right now for seniors full time until this business uh, grows, the coaching. And so I know how people destroy themselves, right? A lot of health problems that seniors in particular have are self-induced from eating and just bad habits throughout life. And I tie that sales experience into what I see with my own clients to my coaching clients. And whatever they're, they're trying to fix, whatever advice they want to eliminate, I ask them, what do you think is going to happen if you keep this up, man? As simple as that. Ask them very directly. Be very frank. And they'll reciprocate um, if they're honest with themselves, frankly. That's what it comes down to. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> it's funny because you said about you, you're in health insurance and you work with the senior market. That's that's where I come in, and that's my world too. And so I can relate to that. And you're right. <laughs> okay. You know, when you meet with seniors, right? These are people that are 65 and over, and they've lived a, a decent amount of their lives. But a lot of you know, when the reason we talk, you know, with insurance is that they might have medical needs and you know, health issues and concerns. And so you have to evaluate what plans are going to work, what benefits. And sometimes, you know, you have discussions, with you, as I've had a few. I mean, people sometimes have regrets. People have, you know, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. You know, I wouldn't be in my position today. And, you know, when you think about it, like when you're early on, know that I always say this, there's two ways to go. We're going to live long or we're not going to live. I mean, so if you depart early, well, you're out. That's it. That's done. But if you live, which we would like to, to at least have a decent amount of, of time frame that goes before we depart this world. Well, you want to be in the best shape, form, health, whatever, relationships and all the stuff. Now, if you do all the wrong things, it will be difficult later on. And you know what? Talking about insurance, you know, sometimes you might even be difficult to find the right product because you have too many needs. And sometimes, you know, you're not going to get the services and things like that that you might want. Or maybe some of that stuff is not enough. So it's difficult. So it's decisions we make early on in our lives that can actually really determine how well you know, life's going to be without, you know, for us in the long term. Well, and by the way, this is not only you. Again, we always look at ourselves as us, me, the being, but know that any one of us is affecting everybody else around them. And that's that's just a fact. I mean, you know, you can tell me I don't have anybody in my life, but you still interact in this world with people. So therefore, you're still impacting people. So it doesn't matter. You go to a store, you work somewhere, you're going to have, a, you may have no family. But sometimes we adopt families, like at work. I mean, you have colleagues. Sometimes we spend more time at work than at home, and you have issues. And and sometimes that meetings it reflects. And sometimes you have you know issues at work because you have interpersonal skills that are lacking because of you know who you've been or whatever. So all these things we can work on, and hopefully be able to to not only live a better life but also have better relationships and so on and so forth. Now you said you're in the thirties. That's a beautiful age. That's actually the best time frame. <laughs> I think I think the 20s, you know, that that's fun stuff, you know, but 30s is really you got a nice window. If you can get your 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 act together in the in the 30s, you're going to have a better, you know, place and you can prep and kind of almost be reduce the risks for 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 you know, as as you age and as you you mature because I mean, you can be healthier you can be happier you can be a lot more energizing and energized you know as you grow in, in in time and there's nothing wrong with that i you know you can be living with vitality and full energy and all the stuff and again it's the habits that you build not everybody has those things uh some people do some people don't and again the whole idea daddy and by the way congratulations for doing this i mean i love what you just said something important you are doing this until it picks up. And in the meantime, you're still helping people and helping yourself, doing the insurance stuff. There's no no shame in the game. That A lot of people said, well, because that example can be applied to a lot of people that we, we're listening right now. 
well, I want to change my, my career. I want to change what I do and, and I want it to be overnight. Well, nothing's overnight, right? You want to be almost working in parallel. This one is here, pays the bills. This one is building until you get to a healthy point and then you can remove one. We'll keep that on the side and this becomes your, your, your primary. And that's actually another challenge. Now, now let's talk about that, Danny. You know, I think one of the main things, since people are always concerned about finances, uh, you know, so what would you tell people about that? Because I think that's that's a big one. I mean, health and feeling good and being good, but then also people are always worried and concerned about the money and, you know, the lack of and, you know, the expenses and how do I make things? Uh, I'm tired of working for someone. What do you tell people? What do you say to people today? Absolutely. I'd say... Based on experience with this coaching thing, I, it's really it helps me become elated when I have a given to think about it because it's my passion. I'd say first focus in on what you really truly love. And nowadays you can really monetize anything. It's true, right? With the internet, the spread of information, awareness, eyeballs, audience, you can literally make a business out of your passion, even if you think it's the tiniest market ever. There's gonna be more people than you think that are gonna like it. Okay, so really dig into your passion and know that as long as you market yourself well online in particular, you will reach an audience over time. But like you were saying, it's a battle of attrition. You must understand that it is certainly not overnight. In fact, you have to be fully aware and accept the fact that it's going to stink the workload while you're working your current full time and you're growing your business. It's going to feel overwhelming, like, holy crap, can I catch a break, a breath? And um, that's what it is, though. You have to accept that. And why is that um, easier to accept than we think if we really dig into it? It's a pattern. It's a recurring pattern. Anyone you talk to who's successful, who had to work their full-time first and grow their side business until that became their full-time lifestyle, will tell you the same thing, okay, that I just explained, that no man's land, that transition period. So that makes you understand that it's natural order. It's going to suck for a while, the workload. Okay, so once you accept, I know that that suck is going to come, makes it easier to bear. It's still going to suck, okay, but you have to <laughs> embrace it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to toughen you over time. And if you just stick to it, you'll be just fine. But be uh, realistic in the sense that, I mean, winter is coming and you better coat up. As long as you have a coat, though, you'll be fine. Just keep moving forward, man, and you won't freeze to death. So. Well, thank you, because that, that's a great thing. I mean, you, you're talking about passion, and, uh, you know, you can, if you're passionate about anything, you can make a transition. That's another thing. You need to assess, what do I really want? Because a lot of, we'll go back to that first discussion about you going to college and figuring out whether it's for you or not. It took your time to get in. That actually is the thing. Some people, they say, college is not for me. And actually, I've seen a lot of success stories that, that actually out of opted out of college and they still did well now that's not the, the the general rule but but the fact is if you feel that you have something else that you want to do you can do it if not education now it's not for the for the the sake of knowledge because like again knowledge is available free anywhere i mean google you know whatever all these search engines now you know youtube i mean you can learn practically anything that you want i mean there's courses there's everything you know but the fact is you know it's what is it that makes it tick for you and, and that's the passion again I, I have this thing that I, that I refer to as TGIMs, you know, like thank, thank God is Monday. So if you have a thank God is Monday versus a TGIF, then you don't have to worry about work because you are happy every morning. You'll get it up. And it's like you said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm doing my stuff. I'm pumping. I'm stuff. I'm out there. I'm helping people. And every day is a great day. You're looking forward to that day. And yes, in, in the, the building of the transition, it is tough. I can, again, I can relate to it. I've been, you know, building this media, com you know, company for a few years. 
and while I'm doing a full-time job. And so it is a difficult task. And, you know, you put in a lot of hours, but I know the satisfaction that's coming. I see how the progress is. I see where it's going. I can see some results. And, you know, that's actually given me, and it's passion. I love what I do. So, yes, it's worth every time and hour and minute that I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I put in, because I know at a certain point, I will be like, okay, this is it for me, and I'm going to enjoy it. Love what you said. Just go up, get ready. You know, the, the winter is here. I mean, but the summer is coming, but you got to get ready until then. And you can get through this transition, you know, easily. I mean, with, with less <laughs> impact, less, you know, uh, sickness or illness or problems. But, he, but be be careful, be aware that it's not going to be like, hey, see, that's the thing. Sometimes I, I, I watch things online and I, you know, I'm almost, it feels like, you know, it's like, hey, you could become a millionaire today. You know, ask a millionaire, did they become a millionaire overnight? I doubt it. I mean, unless they, they put a, you know, a certain amount of money in the stock, died, died, you know, they made the move and, you know, they just happened to be. But that's going to be like 0, 0.1111 or 0.001%, right? It's not the, the, the majority of cases. Majority, there's no overnight successes 10 years 20 years five years overnight success concept that then one night overnight success doesn't work that way it takes time it takes preparation it takes you know passion it takes resilience it takes a lot of uh sweat a lot of regrets a lot of doubt a lot of it means that pyramid right i mean that not a pyramid that's the uh the the iceberg you know picture right you always see it all over tip of the iceberg and then deep down there's a lot of bad things happening and you see just that top it's a success right well that's exactly what it is but every one of us can make it but but you have to to, to open up to these things you know if you're not happy with whatever you're doing today what's stopping you from moving what's stopping you is fear that's the biggest one i mean that the, the, that that inside of you that says oh my god what are you going to do what are you going to do you know then you have also you know, accountability sometimes to family and stuff like you, you're afraid to make moves. And a lot of these folks, I mean, you know, if, if you have a passion and that that's driving you, people around you will embrace it too. And they will make sacrifices with your family will understand because at the end of the day, you're doing it, you know, if you become great and successful, they're going to benefit from that. And so they can see that, but it's not easy and it's never going to be easy unless you actually, you know, work towards it to make it easy. I mean, you have to accept certain defects and then it's okay. Another day, you keep up, and you, you again one success at a time, one step towards the success can make a difference. Now, now, you, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, since July of last year, July of last year, man, quite new. All right, well, well, again, there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, you know, I love your energy. I mean, you've you've you already taken it on the road. You're doing things. You're building it. You're putting a name out there, and yes, I mean, there is a need. There's a lot of coaches, a lot of personal development, a lot of life and business. And, but we're never going to have enough because there's also a lot of us out there that need help and they can use the assistance and help. Even this show, I mean, we're sharing values that people can actually take from. That's work that you're doing, that you're helping and that you're actually planting seeds in somebody else's life. And, and sometimes, you know, these people share that information with others and so on and so forth. And that ripple effect goes and the wave just keeps touching on other locations and other people and, and people are being changed. But you know what? It, it's, you know, how scary was it for you to actually get into this? You know, cause, cause as we were talking about, it's not easy. How, how, what was that decision? That's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I know that you talked about like you wanted to make a difference, but, but really like pulling the, 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 the actual, you know, curtain and say, okay, I'm in, that's it. I'm committed to this. How, how hard was that decision? 
Absolutely. The decision itself wasn't hard. Here's some context to it, though, why it wasn't hard for me. But I'll explain what was hard also, right? There's always something there, right? Or again, we're we're peeling the layers of the onion. And so what made me decide to really head into my passion of personal development as a business for others, in service of others, I started listening to uh, a gentleman called Wes Watson. Are you familiar with who that is, Wes Watson? He's a personality online. He's an influencer, as they say. But more than that, he's probably the hottest personal development coach on the planet. He's a Watson underscore fit on Instagram. He's massive. And he has a podcast. I started listening to his podcast about a year ago. Maybe not a year, maybe eight months ago, let's say. And I got entranced in it. And remember, he's a personal development coach. And in one of his recordings, he said, um, exactly, man. He spoke the words that just struck me and hit my conscience hard. He said, and I'm paraphrasing, basically share with the world what works for you, your own process. And for me, it's holy crap, personal development. I've worked so hard over the years to better myself and never go back to any bad potential of myself. And it's made my life better. And it makes me happy. Now that I'm older and I believe in the concept of karma, I combine those two things instantly. Holy crap. I had to do this, not just for me, but for people in general, karma. And so I hit up Wes Watson because he also coaches people to become coaches, right? You get me? And so that was easy for me because my conscience was clear. I knew what I had to do right away. It hit me like a lightning rod. The more difficult part was maybe paying for the course, but I spent no no uh, time uh, uh, backtracking. It was scary, but I hit the credit card, submitted to Wes, and he helped me uh, set myself up as a uh, coach online and how to market myself. And here I am now. So luckily, I didn't let fear uh, hold me back time-wise. It was scary, but I still acted. That's a big foundation of what I teach, just acting even though it's scary, whatever the heck it is. Man. You just got to go forward, man. Well, so thank you. First of all, so there's a great example, folks. You know, you are today teaching and, and building your presence, right, and your your, your business, really, you know, uh, in a few months. And it is difficult. These these are the hardest days because you're building that foundation to get really where you need to be. But here's a, and a good example. So so Les Watson, you know, definitely a coach that that helped you. Now remember, now this is exactly what it is. Now he helped you. Now you're going to help others, and that's exactly the legacy. So he's putting the legacy out there. These podcasts out there do, do exactly. You started by listening to them. You know how many people I've had that were guests that actually listened to so many podcasts, and all of a sudden something clicks. And they're like, oh, that's it. This is it. This is the change in moment. And you don't know when that is. But it would happen if you are listening out there. There's you gotta be like, I always say this, be like one of those receiver dishes, right? You just like, you know, open up to the sky and let those things that the, the frequencies hit in. And then keep keep tweaking and keep getting that nice little, you know, modulation in the place. And before you know it, you're gonna get that right zap. And that's it. That's basically it. Now, love what you said that. It was scary. Do you know what? If you start thinking too much, hesitating, you know, you're going to get all the regrets and all like, no, maybe, and the sabotage is going to start happening, you know, within, and and not not good. But you say, like, that's it. I'm done. I'm in. I'm committed. You commit to something and you start. You know, here's the worst thing that can happen. You're going to learn a few things. (laughs) So it's a win-win, you know, at all times. But what you did is you did it. You learned how you actually acting up on it, you know, real life. You're not hesitating. You're not actually scared. You're going out there. Now you're doing your own podcast out there, talking, you know, to people like myself and 
probably going to have your own podcast, you know, in, in no time. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to feel the vibe. You're going to be so, you know, into it. And you're going to have enough to give to people as well. And you're going to share that. And you're going to put that out there. And by the way, this is exactly that. Everybody, what you're doing, what I'm doing, what Watson did. I'm sure he had a story too that he started with similarly. And then he built himself towards where he is. And a lot of those influences that we hear and, 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 and look at stuff and get, you know, you know, nuggets from every day. Joe Rogan and all these guys, Simon Sinek, you know, they, they're all out there, you know, and they started their journey the same thing as, you know, everybody else. It starts small with the passion, with the belief, and with the will and, and a mission to help others. And yes, they're building a successful business for themselves, but they're doing it by helping others. And that's actually a good thing. I mean, you can be as successful as you want, but but at the same time, the biggest success in this is that you're helping others become successful. And there's no price to that. I think personally, there's no price to it because, you know, just know that out there, somebody is going to be benefited from this and it's going to be changing their lives because of you. You did that. I mean, look, you're giving credit to the dude, right? And, you know, I'm sure he has, if you talk to him, he's going to tell you that he had somebody else who actually influenced him. We all have someone that gave us that push and that, and that nice little, you know, pitch or whatever that made us make you know you know the decision on moving with with our passion and and really that's exactly it. so folks watching listening find your passion and if you don't know how you seek the help we have you today with us you you're, you're definitely available ready to help someone and share really i mean you learn from some of the best people out there and you know you have enough to give and it's your own formula. I mean, obviously, you're not sharing the template, you know, of Watson, but you have your own way of doing this. And you have, you know, yourself experienced things in life that you can relate to and you can assist. And there's there's nothing, you know, that 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 cannot be happening for someone out there watching and listening right now. So, mm -hmm. so uh, anything else, Danny? For sure. Just last thing, man. Even if it's scary as hell, just do it anyways. One thing as we were just talking about just confronting fear and just doing away with it, just really fighting it, putting your dukes up and courage, ask yourself this question. Whenever you feel the fear mount up, ask yourself, are the scenarios we play in our head, do they ever even materialize? They usually don't. It's usually just a farce. It's a cop-out. So keep that in mind. Just open that freaking door of the unknown. It might just be a green pasture, opposite of what you thought it was. Just do it, man. There's only one way to find out, right? That's it. I, I, you know, it's funny you said that because you don't know that you, that, that's exactly right. You don't know. And so open the door. If you don't like what you see, close the door again. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's windy. Clock, that's it. You're done. But but you open, you might like what you see and the life is just there. Now, sometimes it doesn't even, you know, it's just small investments, you know, that you probably like, okay, I'm going to be spending a couple hundred dollars doing bullshit this month. Well, let me test that out. You know, I've done exactly that many, many times. Somebody comes with an opportunity. I look it up. Sometimes I pay some stuff to actually investigate this opportunity. I see something in it. I love it. I don't see something else. I back off. And even when you back off, you're actually taking stuff. You have material. You have things. You have learning experiences. You've learned. You picked up a few things that you can apply in your own life. And you still win. There's no loss there. You always like how much this is going to cost me. It's a, just an expensive experience or, or, or cheap experience. Whatever it is, it's, that's how you value it. Like, but it's all an experience. Some experiences we pay more than others, but at the end of the day, you learn. It's like going to school, the way things school is. You pay, 
to go to learn from people's experiences and you know studies and are you know and 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 work that they've done. I mean these these lectures that you get you know are typically from you know work that these professors have done and research that they've done or researches and books that were already available in that particular realm. And you pick up those things because they kind of put them together for you so it's easier to digest. At the end of the day, you're paying for that experience and that knowledge. You go to college, you pay for the college. You you pay, you got a master's degree, you're going to pay for that so you can learn. Well, as I said, that you can pay for other types of experiences that are outside of the school system to teach you a few tricks. And you know what? Coaching and, and whether it's live business or personal development, these are or even fitness. These are all things that we all need. Now, some of us, you know, may be good at one thing versus the other. We're not, you cannot be full at, you know, a good at everything. There is no perfect, again, being. That's just how it is. So you need to know, like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And you work on both. Like, you, ex you expand on the, 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 the superior stuff that you have, the good stuff. And then you work on the ones that, are, that you lack. And then, like I said, you have a short, you know, fall in something. Well, guess what? Find someone to complement it. Do some work and some advice. Now, now let me ask you a question. Uh, what does your program look like? Is I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that that varies from one person to the other. But what is your typical program, you know, length is? Yeah, typically minimum three months. I believe three months is a magic number. Three, a quarter. There's uh, four quarters in a year, right? There's a quarter for taxes. I like to think of that as a very sustainable time length to see really results. Give it a month in anything that you do. Personal development training is no different. Three months, that's enough time to really see results or not, whether you put in the work, of course, that's the key. Three months, that's a minimum. Also, but but again, you do require people to really commit and be accountable because I think that's one of the things about you as a coach is that you want to keep these people accountable for their actions and the work that you put them through, and they have to be honest about it and they have to document it. That's the other thing, right? Not not you don't okay. I'm I'm working with you. Thank you. And I, oh, I did all the stuff you told me. Like, well, show me the proof. Show me show me the money, right? That that's usually the case. It's it takes time to adjust. And and by the way, that's the other thing. Like. First month is not going to be, you know, much. You're just basically doing the assessment, going to basics. Especially if someone's been like really entrenched in it for years into a particular way, you're not going to change somebody overnight. It's going to take some time to do that. But but three months now. But but would you work with someone longer if needed? Oh, for sure, longer if needed. I have I sell packages three months, six months, or a year. My personal development program. I'll even do a month hurricane. Don't get me wrong, but a month is enough to get you excited. By the second month, you can see some results. By month three, it's certified. You're either getting results or you're not. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm open to doing a month, get people excited, let them believe in themselves for a month. But then I would recommend something longer, more prolonged to really get the results long-term. Three months, six, 12 of their choosing. Mm -hmm. Can people reach out to you, Danny, to to get started with you? Yeah, definitely. My Instagram, uh, Danny Boy Cardenas. That's D-A-N-N-Y, B is in... Uh, Bueno in Spanish, <laughs> O-Y Cardenas, Danny Boy right. Cardenas. That's where I'm at, Instagram. All right. So, again, if you'll find the link to Danny in the description of the show. So, do check him out, you know, and and, and connect with him. See, see, Do you do any consulting or consultations, rather, you know, with people before you, or people have to, to start with you immediately? No, people can talk to me. I can do a quick phone call, get to know them, uh, see what exactly they want and why. Just really establish a relationship there. But again, get a true commitment. You either want to get better or you're not. But I'm open to calls before signing people up, of course. Sometimes people need that. Some people will just sign up right away. 
it's all situational. Everyone's different, but the end goal should be the same to get better. And and you you're talking about you know basically nutrition, fitness, and you know the mindset and everything else, right? So it's the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Mind, body, and spirit, man. And my even fitness, I'm never except being called a personal trainer. That's not what I am. I'm a personal development coach, mind, body, and spirit, productive habits, reading, waking up early, showing gratitude, eating well, working out, get you aligned, everything. Again, mind, body, and spirit. What else can I say? All right. No, that's it, man. That's that's plenty. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've covered quite a bit. Well, Danny, I mean, thank you so much, man. I mean, uh, you know, we're I love these discussions and, you know, I, you know, I try to usually take some of the stuff you say and kind of, you know, Break it down in a different angle, and you know, just reemphasize on on things, and 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 really, it's it's important work that you do out there, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll touch some people today, and uh, and by the way, it's not just today. This show is evergreen, so people are going to listen to it today. It will replay in the network for months, and it will be, of course, on all the social media and stuff, so people can get to it. Uh, downloads every day are happening, so people are going to be downloading. And by the way, this is again all over the world, so I think Danny, you're not limited to anybody. This is like online, so you can reach out, you know, to anyone anywhere, right? Um, so there's not there's nothing more to that, folks. So um Danny, thank you so much. Uh but before we leave, can you just give people just uh your last piece of advice and wisdom? Yeah, just believe in yourself, guys. Love yourself enough to take action consistently. Don't just try it out. Don't hop on a bike for a few uh pedals. Try to hit the freaking block, and then the block might become a street, and the street you might end up in the next town. You can only find out, though, by taking action, right? And again, what's the worst that could happen? Just speaks louder than, than words, right? That's it. Well, thank you for those words of wisdom. Uh, folks, I mean, there you have it. We're coming to the end of the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's discussion. And uh, definitely do reach out to Danny if you think you or someone that you know needs you know, an assistance or at least guidance. And I think it's an important piece uh, to do so. Uh, if not, I'm Hurricane H. Uh, you know, uh, we'll be talking soon. New day, new strong topic. But for now. Hey, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. I had a great time.